What is up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. As always, so glad to have you lovely folks back on the channel. On today's episode, I'll be running you guys through my definitive guide on how to set up and structure a mood board as a fashion designer. Someone working in this creative space for the last six years, working with thousands of brands. Well, I've created a mood board or two and I want to share with you my workflow, my process, what tools that I use to create that mood board. If you guys are interested in how to up your discovery game, how to be more creative and how to communicate your vision internally between designers and externally, whether it's the buyers or to people that you're working with as clients, well, this is going to be the episode for you. Let's get right into the episode by exploring what a mood board actually is, especially within the context of fashion design. Essentially, what I liken a mood board to is some form of a visual mind map. In fashion, we have collections. In collections, we have a variety of different elements that we have to discuss and to understand. First might be the theme of the collection. When it comes to your mood board theme, what are you including in there? And I'll go more into detail into this in a bit. The fabrics, what kinds of styles, what kind of cuts, what branding elements. A mood board is going to allow you to put all of your thoughts in one place in a visual format. And if you're anything like me, you're most likely a visual learner, someone who communicates visually. This is going to allow you to format your thoughts in a way that is easy to understand, is easy to communicate, and you can come back to it at any point in time to iterate on, to build on. If you don't have a mood board, what you have is a collection of thoughts in your head that sure, you may be able to remember 30%, 40%, even 60% of the elements in that mood board that is in your mind. But if you don't have something concrete, well, you're not going to be able to build on it. And most likely some things are going to get lost between the weeds. So where does one create a mood board? Let's look at a variety of different applications. First, you could use Canva. Canva has a great free trial and as well as a free platform that you can use as a designer to quickly and efficiently create mood boards just simply by clicking and dragging and dropping images. If you're a little bit more of a seasoned designer, you can use something like Adobe Illustrator, which is going to give you more flexibility and more control. You can even use Adobe InDesign if you're more of a pragmatic layout type person, or let's just say you want to take it to the next level. You can go ahead and use and link different softwares together like Notion. Notion is a great way to create an online document that has all of your core ideas and links to different websites and images and collaborative efforts into this one document that you can easily share between your devices and between different people that are working on your project or even between customers. So those are the main tools that are used to actually create the mood board. Next up, what are we going to actually put into the mood board or what elements are we going to use to actually bring in assets into our mood board? Definitely Pinterest is always a great option. I love Pinterest because it just so happens that it is a much more curated version of what you can find on Google. That's number one. Two, Pinterest is iterative. So as you continuously search and as you click between reference images, it will sort of know what the reference image that you clicked on or pinned is, and it will be very, very good at displaying similar images to that. Also, Pinterest in and of itself has some form of a mood board prototype that you can have directly on the website or directly on the app. Simply by creating a private mood board or a private board, you can pin images that you like into different sections of that mood board. So if you're creating a collection mood board, you can have a color palette board. You can have a 
trims and notions board. You can have a branding accessories board. So even within Pinterest, a completely free tool that has access to millions of images, you can right off the bat create what you want. The last tool that I would use to collect and source imagery might be an AI tool like Midjourney. Midjourney is a generative art tool that simply by inputting a prompt and describing what that prompt is, you can visually or you can pragmatically describe what you want and you can visually receive an image of what you've inputted to that. Where does this come into play? This comes into play when there's something that you know you want to have visually, but you just can't quite find it on the internet. It's not something that may exist before. It may be something that's completely outlandish or a concept that you believe doesn't exist before. You just don't know how to put it into words. And this is what Midjourney allows you to do and use those assets in your mood board. When it comes to creating a mood board, my biggest piece of advice would be to organize your mood board into different sections. So if I was creating a mood board for my Spectre collection today, these are the core sections that I would use. First, I would have the overall theme of the collection. These would be images that describe the look and feel of the brand. It might be images of urban scenery. It might be images of the types of people that I envision wearing the brand. It might be elements. It might be existing products that are out there. The second would be a bunch of items to do with the packaging assets. What can my packaging look like? How do I enhance my collection through the packaging assets that I add onto the collection? Three, maybe a color palette. What color tones? What different color schemes do I plan on using in this collection? Four, maybe what types of models I plan on using to represent this brand. Five, maybe what types of fabrics I'm interested in. Six, maybe something as simple as the hardware, the trims, the accessories that I plan on incorporating into this collection. By structuring my mood board into different core segments, I'm able to laser focus onto one segment of my collection and to flesh that out completely before moving on to the next. And then by the end of the mood board, I have a complete holistic look at the mood board and my collection that I plan on creating that I can continuously iterate on section by section, step by step until I have something concrete. So in conclusion, a mood board can allow you to put your ideas in a concrete format to collaborate with others and to have something that you can come back to time and time again and to build on. It's a great way to get the process rolling, whether you're designing in-house or you're working with a team like Fit Design that is not an in-house team, it's a great way to be able to communicate your vision and to make sure that the unique thoughts that you have in your head come across. Guys, let me know if you have ever been a proponent of creating a mood board. If you have, what sorts of elements, what sorts of sections do you typically include in your mood board? I'd love to hear from you. As always, I highly encourage you guys to check the link in the description if you're interested on what and how I can help you through a one-on-one -on -one consultation to structure your own mood board. Whether you're designing for your own brand or you're designing as a freelancer, how do we structure our own mood boards? How do we create a mood board that's more effective in communicating our vision to the end user? Well, I can definitely help you out with that. So check the link in the description. My slots are limited, but if you do wanna do that, act fast. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.